Hey, hey, this is your host, Troy Smith. I want to thank you so much for taking the time to come by the Naughty Lounge and relax on our virtual comfy couch and hear our special guest we have today. So before we get the show started, I want you to do me a favor. Head over to NaughtyLounge.com, N-O-T-I-L-O-U-N-G-E.com. Scroll to the bottom, hit that connect button. So now that you're here, let's make sure you and I connect. So now let's get to the show. Sucks. I just hit record. Classic. I'm looking down at the button like, why is time not going? I said, oh, I did not hit record. Let me move the cursor off of that. So we done had a round three. That's what I'm Let's talking do it. about. Round do it. three. Um, hey, we getting our groove though. So welcome to the Naughty Lounge. I'm here with my main man for the third time, Tori Reyes. <laughs> What's you know, going on, y'all, man? If y'all only knew what we done gone through already, just to get this man. thing going. <laughs> It's, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's laughable, but good. <laughs> yes, it's been a, it's been fun, man. It's already a trip, so it's, it's perfect, <laughs> I love it. Look, so look, uh, the, like, so we're like we go so the Naughty Lounge, woke to Night Lounge tour. The Naughty Lounge, of course, as many ple- people know, and, and they will know if they don't already know, but it stands for not overthinking it because I believe the Naughty Lounge will be will be the top place for entrepreneurs to connect, come and get their inspiration about where they're trying to go, how they can be better in their business. And, uh, and, and Tori is a person that's aspiring to be an entrepreneur for the third time. Tell us that you're working with, <laughs> <laughs> with Evan Stewart, you know, at the yes. Academy to be able to get where you need to be. So tell us a little bit about that, man. Yeah. So, uh, you know, like, like we talked about a little bit, uh, I've been <laughs> yeah. in, uh, in a bunch of different jobs. I've done some like landscaping. I've been in the military, been a paramedic um, and just kind of had like a bunch of different jobs outside the business world. And so this is my first job in the business world Um, as an igniter, like you kind of mentioned to where uh, I deal sales, client relations, gatekeeper. I kind of do everything within the academy, uh, within Obsessed Academy, except for processes. Mm -hmm. Um, That's not my area. What you learn, Brittany is over that. This, so it's yes, her side yeah, of business. She got that covered, so ain't no one touching that. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, um, yeah. You know, I, I handle pretty much everything else within the company, and so um, I'm really getting fast tracked to being that entrepreneur that I want to be. Yeah, you're gonna be, you're gonna be that guy. You know, as a matter of fact, the good thing is you got the mindset for it already. So that's why I'm glad that you're here to share your story, man, because your story is incredible. And first of all, thank you for being a part of the services. And allowing us, you know, serving this country, allowing me to do the stuff I do during the day and not worry about getting bombed or shot up, nothing like that because of people like you, man. So thank you. Hey, man, it's my pleasure. It's just, just doing my job, man. So you know, you do what you call to do. So so the yeah. thing is, y'all got this dude. First of all, his, his, the reason why I wanted to get Tori on, because one day, you know, he was on the on my uh, when, on one of the pages and actually liked one of my uh, posts. But I said, let me go check this guy because he's always engaged with out of my two or three people that like a post, the two or three folks that's on there. He's always engaged. I went to go look at him and I'd seen the picture. I said, that guy's smile is infectious. <laughs> but it's also, there's something behind that smile, though, that I would love to hear the story about. And when he when we connected on the phone, I said, man, I got to get him on the Naughty Lounge and, and, and share that story and inspire some other folks, man. So, Tori, tell us a little bit about where you were before we get to where you are now and where you're going. Definitely, man. Um, so, you know, like we talked about where I was, was um, a lack of better terms down in the dumps, man. Mm. Uh, uh, I was a drug addict. 
Uh, I barely passed high school. I was lost spiritually. I was lost mentally. I was lost emotionally. Um, you know, I had a great upbringing. Like, don't get me wrong. Like I, I did all this to myself, you know, Mm -hmm. um, I had loving parents, a great family, very supportive. Um, I just always felt like I was missing something and I tried to fill that void with negative things. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and so, but without any of that, I wouldn't be who I am today and I love who I am today. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I was, uh, but you was going through that at a young age, though, bro. You weren't like you were was, forty years old, or so. You were like no, that was fifteen, twenty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was it was pivotal years in my life that I was like, man, I need to do something, and I chose the wrong thing to do. But it's a uh, it really changed my direction in life because where I was going, I was ending up uh, deader in prison. Um, I was. I had gotten in trouble with the law and I was actually facing court time and, and all this stuff and ended up getting put on probation. Um, and I remember, I still remember the sound of the cell door closing when I was getting fingerprinted underneath the courthouse. And how that old started, were you then? I was 18. 18. So your life had just really started and you mm-hmm. went to big jail, big jail, not like a little probation. You went to big jail. I, I never actually went to jail. It was when they went, took me below the courthouse to fingerprint me for probation and everything. Uh-huh, uh-huh. They closed that steel door, and I remember and you I remember. a little bit. <laughs> oh, man. Your first thing that came to your mind was like, don't drop the soap. You know, just don't do it. That's the first thing that came to your mind, even though you weren't even in jail. But so yeah. at 18 years old, but even at a young age, you started noticing that I need something to fulfill mm-hmm. a whole how did you get to that? I mean, you know, that's not, I mean, that's young age to notice that I'm not where I need to be. And that's huge, you know, before you get to the point to where you are now. Uh, right. But, you, you know, you came from a loving family and all that stuff, man, but you still were going through some things, your challenges. You know, what yeah. what caused all that, though? Uh, so one thing that really um, made me, I, growing up, I was always told I was slow, dumb, or stupid because yeah. I was dyslexic. And so I could, I could barely read. I mean, literally barely read. I passed, I, you know, you talk about my smile. My teachers literally yeah. passed me because of my smile. I'm not even kidding. Wow. Wow. I, I was, I charmed them and they would let me through class. Hey, that's I, whatever it take, whatever it <laughs> take, bro. <laughs> yeah. I, I didn't do my homework. I barely showed up to class in high school. Like I was just a bad student because I couldn't read. So I was embarrassed. I was angry. I was upset. And uh, being told I was slow, dumb or stupid, just really I started to believe it. And um, and so I started acting like that. Yeah. But deep deep down, I knew that I was better than this and that that wasn't that wasn't who Tori is. That's who I thought Tori was. But it's not who he Uh is. And um, as I started, I was like, go ahead. Go ahead. No, you good. Oh, I was just saying like, so that started to create that void of where I'm at and where I need to be at or where I should be at. And and so because of that, I was like doing things that made me stop feeling the way I felt. Got it. Got it. So, so in regards to the story that you have, I mean, is when you, when you decided, when did you decide to go into the service? What age were, were you like, what age were you at at the time? I was 19. 19. My, you decided uh, to go to service because of what? 
<laughs> the two reasons. One, I wanted to queen on my life. Um, really? And, and I was like, pretty much at that point, I was on probation. I was talking with the recruiters. I loved the atmosphere. I loved the discipline. I loved what they were offering. And um, so in, in talking with that, the only thing keeping me from joining was being on probation. And so I went to the courthouse for two months in a row, like every like Monday through Friday from open to close, just trying to get to talk to the judge to let me off and see a different DA and try to say, yeah, you know, we'll let him off to go in the military. Took me two months to go there and finally meet a young DA who I ended up chatting it up with outside the courtroom. Didn't know he was a DA. And then he was like, hey, man, you know, like if you can prove that this is the only thing holding you back, we'll let you join. So I went down to the recruiter office. They wrote a letter. I brought it back to the DA and they are like, yeah, we'll let him go. So I was on probation for about a total of seven months. Um, and then they let me off to join the military. And then I joined the army. Uh, I think I left for boot camp about a month or two after that. And were you still going through your drug habit stuff then though? No. So you, you, you were done with all that stuff. Yeah. Because, uh, actually it was a graduation party, June 19th. Never forget the date. I was being reckless and I drove under the influence. Um, mm. and I was one turn away from my house. I literally had to come down a hill, take a, go to a stop sign, take a right, and I'd be at my house. I fell asleep at the top of that hill. Wow. And I ended up hitting the gas and speeding down um, that hill. And I hit the curb. And when I woke up, I saw a stop sign and I saw a fire hydrant right in front of me. And I slammed on the brakes and just held onto the wheel and slammed right into that fire hydrant. Hey, 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 this is your host, Troy Smith. I hope you enjoying the episodes thus far. I want you to do me a favor, though. Head over to NottyLounge.com, N-O-T-I-L-O-U-N-G-E.com. Scroll to the bottom, hit that connect button. Let's make sure you and I are connected. Let's make sure we can keep this thing going. Tell a friend, tell a family member. Come and join us on our virtual comfy couch at the Naughty Lounge. Now let's get back to the show. I was asleep and I didn't care about how fast I was going. I was caring about living or dying at that point. So I wasn't looking at the speed, you know, speedometer, but mm-hmm. had to call the cops. Um, and then like I was saying, I should have gone to jail, should have gotten a ticket. I uh, should have had to pay for all that water. Um, but the cop that came officer Hernandez, um, and this was back in 20, uh, this was back in 2009 actually. Um, and he, didn't write me a ticket. He didn't make me pay for the water. Um, it didn't take me to jail because my dad was an LA city firefighter. And he said he didn't want to ruin my dad's reputation because I am a, uh, I don't know what the language is here, but I'm a screw up. Um, mm-hmm. he didn't. So, so, that, but, but with that though, that show, but that show that you now, I did it sink in to let them know, let you know that it's not all about you mm-hmm. anymore. Like you now actually affected other people mm-hmm. around you. And that's that's one reason why I cleaned up. Um, and I remember one time that I was, I'll never forget it, man. I was, I got kicked out of my house and I tried breaking in to get my stuff. And I was terrorizing, terrorized, terrified my little brother. Um, he was in the room crying. So you broke out, you broke, you got kicked out of your own house, your parents' house, tried to, you broke back in mm-hmm. to get your stuff out. And my little brother was like, 
crying because he was scared because it was going through all that. And um, that's when it hit me, but it didn't sink in when I hit that hydrant. That's why I will never forget that mm-hmm. day because that's the day that my mm-hmm. life turned around. You know what I mean? Right, 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 right. Right. So, so the, so the smile got you smile through, got school. Me through school. Uh, <laughs> uh, and, then, and then you got into the service. I mean, but before that, that's when you hit the, that's when you hit the, yeah. So it's right after I graduated. Before that, you, right. You graduated. So, and then the obsessed hit you back in the day, the obsessed Academy, basically you were living that before because you basically going down to the courthouse every day for two months just to make sure I want to do something different. Cause yeah. this right here, I, I, like I said, when I, when I said I puckered a little bit, you know, uh, after that door closed, yeah, I was yeah. like, this is not for me. I'll, you know, I'm a little white yeah. boy. This is not going to work out for me. You know? Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> Unless you join the type of guy. Yeah, it's like, and I'm, I'm yeah, exactly. five, eight, yeah, one sixty. Not... you know, I am not a big dude at all. And, uh, so I was like, man, this is not going to be a good time for me, but you know, but you know joking aside it was like i just knew that i was better than the way i was acting i knew that my life needed more my family deserved more um and i had more to offer than what i was giving and um so how does that so how does that play though in your thought process because so you if you go back now and you because you seem like you more are you more of a self-evaluator even more now like you Mm self-evaluate yourself Um, i my wife has brought it to my attention more um, because there's times that I don't realize that I'm acting the way that I'm acting or, or my words are coming out certain ways. Um, but she makes sure that mm. I'm very aware of it of, Hey, you know, you sound like this right now. And we're very transparent with each other. No, okay. Like I may say something and in right. my head. It's like, you know, no big deal. This is, it's just, it matter of fact, but she's like, you sounded like a dick or something. Right. Right. You know? <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. Straight up, like straight up. Hey man, you're being a straight Ex- up richer. Exactly. Right now. And, that, up. and that's just how we talk. You know, we're very open with each other about it. Um, so, but I want her yeah. to be, and I want people in my life to be like that. Just be a straight shooter. Cause I'm gonna shoot you straight. So shoot straight right back with me. You know, nice night. Because so how did that play into your, you know, the thought process of people saying you're, you said not smart and all that mm-hmm. stuff in the past, you know, and, and you where you are now trying to actually grow your business. How much you got to renew your mindset every day to just start thinking that that's not who I am. I know who I am. Yeah. Right. You know, uh, you know, the challenge of the what, you know, dyslexia mm-hmm. and all that. Stuff. Um, so it's it's a challenge with that, with every single thought. Um, there's a I don't know uh-huh. if you know him, uh, Rocky Garza. I I and part of his community and he talks about capital T's and lowercase T truths. Um, and, uh, it, mm. you know, what's, what's real and what, what are the stories that have been told to us and what's actually true. Um, and so it's just right. reminding myself that that's something that was told to me because, you know, I take those IQ tests, I've taken the Mensa tests and all that. And I'm, I actually have like a 136 IQ, not to brag or anything, but it's like, Oh, so you got that? Yeah, I have like I have like an yeah. actually really high IQ, but it just doesn't come off that uh-huh. way because I couldn't, you know, come off as reading very well. But read something to me, I can right, remember right, right. all that type of stuff. So it's just it's doing little things like that that um, help me reinforce my intelligence or reinforce that hey, that's not true. That's what someone said about me because of the way that I was appearing or coming off. But the real me is mm-hmm. a very smart centered 
caring, loving person. And it's reminding myself of those words all the time. Got it. Got it. So Martha, so what, you know, since you're, we're on the show now where you're actually talking to people that's aspiring to be entrepreneurs, someone that's, you know, that's wanting mm-hmm. to get to that point, you know, how do you aspire to be an entrepreneur or be a business owner? You know, because the word entrepreneur, man, sometimes it's starting to go <laughs> because everybody says the word entrepreneur as, and that's the new hot button word, you know, and this, and it's sometimes mm-hmm. can be redundant. So as a business owner, as aspiring to become a big time business owner, where you are now, how would you encourage someone else that's in the same level to get past that whole thought process? Cause you know, we, we can overthink it a lot and then talk ourselves out of it. How did you get past that? How did you get past the overthinking it and just going a single step, a single step, man. Um, uh-huh. you know, it, it requires the same amount of energy to sit on the couch as it does to get up and go to the gym. So what's the, you know, what's, uh, to stop you from picking up the phone and making a call? You know, like, and and to be honest, there's times I make calls and I still feel awkward or I feel nervous or scared or whatever. And it's like, awesome, bring it on. Because how else am I going to get past all these feelings and stop them in the future so I can just pick up the phone and do it is I need to go through this feeling now. And I just look at everything as a learning and training opportunity. And that's how we we basically met that (laughs) way. So when Evan Evan decided... To finally take take hold of his actual destiny of becoming a life coach, a business coach, and all that stuff. I guess he gave everybody. I mean, I gave he gave you because you're like the first, you're mm-hmm. like the number one, right? You're you're uh, yes, employee sir. number one, <laughs> <laughs> or you know, and 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 where you he gave, I guess you his phone list to say, hey, call these people and say how we can help them, blah blah blah. You know, I ain't gonna lie, but I, I got a little upset because he called. Uh, so yeah. nothing personal. Yeah, it was personal because I'm like, hey. This dude done downgraded me his cell phone or something <laughs> to like a, uh, a client, you know. But it's the same way I when I do business because when I if I want to see a dream come to fruition, I just go through my phone and try to get the people on my phone to mm-hmm. join with me, right? To partner with me and stuff like that. But the way I met you is that you come and say, "Hey, man, with this, you can tell you smiling through the phone. Hey, this is Tori, man. I'm down here with uh, Seth Academy. Want to know? You know, you did your whole spiel. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, oh, I remember that. <laughs> yeah, you know, everyone may get. Everyone me give you a call, man. You know, and 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 I'm thinking like, oh, hold on, tell this guy. You know, I'm thinking like, don't tell me he don't try to put me down to the to the downgraded. But I realized I said, dude, you do the same thing in regards to get your idea out. This dude just trying to get his idea out with the people that that he close to, and then you call. And I'm thinking, and then you and I just hit it off. I'm like, this yeah, dude, man. Cool. I- <laughs> you know, and then only, but but your follow up game was on point too because. Even though you would just still follow up, text me. You actually text me, hey man, just checking on you, see what's going on. Even if I didn't want to buy anything, the fact that, that you actually made it seem like personable, like, hey man, well, let's see how you and your family doing during the pandemic. Yeah, man. You know, just just hit up, hit me up anytime. Like, what? <laughs> this guy's on point. Hey, dude, but you but you're doing that with someone else's idea. So tell me, yeah, yeah, but yeah, that's how we that's met. actually how I made a lot of connections, but it, it's because and maybe this is a wrong thinking or something, but for me, I can care less about the sale. I can care less about your money, man. If I'm making your life better then I'm doing my job. Yes. We're in the business to make money. I understand that. And Evan's, you know, coaching me on it still too, but cause, cause I'm, I know we don't run a charity, but it's like, dude, I just, if I can make your life better through free stuff or through paid stuff, let me do it. Just give me the opportunity to help you out. That's all I care about. And so 
when I, when, like when we talked about before, when I reach out and say, Hey man, just want to check in on you. I'm not following up. I'm literally checking in on you because I care about you. I want to make sure you're doing yeah, which, which people, people don't believe that. Yeah. People won't believe that, that. You know, now especially the day's time is it's all about. Yeah. Okay, what do you want now? And it's like you know, because you, you know what I, I just I want to make sure that you know that I'm thinking about you because it's it's gotten to the point in my life that if I'm thinking about someone, I'm gonna text them or call, them just to let you know, like, hey, mm. you're on my mind. And sometimes, and that's how you're gonna be business. That's how you're gonna get it's, big business. It's, right it's, there. it's a term used of relational over transactional and uh transactions because of a mutually vested relationship but i want to make sure that i'm able to bring value to you through everything um you know whether you buy something or not i can care less if you buy something i really do like (laughs) it's no big deal to me yeah it keeps the business afloat but Mm. Honestly, if I can make your life better, man, that's that's seriously what it is to me. And, and but I think I think what if people hear that though, if they're mm-hmm. sincere, that's how they're gonna you're gonna get make more money. That's a good thing you have that attitude now compared to having to learn that later through the hardships. You know what I'm saying? You hearing that now, you actually got that concept now, dude. Your business is gonna actually flourish because people are gonna be like, hey, this guy actually. Even if you didn't, you can definitely show feel like man, he cares. <laughs> I do oh, care, man. That's we're, we're God's children to give back to each other, and it's something that you put on on Instagram about. Uh, we're here to create, and we're here to have that purpose, and here to to give back to people. And I've, I I one hundred percent agree with you on that, man. We are here to be that those creative, purposeful people, and I believe my purpose is literally to help others succeed. That's literally my purpose on here is nice. to, to give back to you. Well, you know, it's interesting to hear, before we get ready to go, man, your thought on a, because what I hear from you, though, Tori, which I like, I mean, I I can't give you, can't stop giving you props, but you would love to have, I would love to have someone, I think anyone that's in business would love to have someone that's down for the cause. And when you hear you, you are down for the cause of, of Obsessed Academy. You're down for the cause of who you're working with in regards to Evans Leadership but then also, I think I think you may get this already, and when you can speak on that, is that you 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 probably got the idea that if I can take care or help someone else's business grow, then I in turn will be prepared to take take my business to the next level as well, my own personal business, right? What's your thoughts on you know? Because people say they don't want to work for nobody. No, I'm not working for nobody. Forget that. I want to get my own. What's your thoughts on that person that says that? You're always working for somebody. There you whether, go. Whether it's your clients, whether you know your employees, whatever, it doesn't matter what position you're in. You're always working for somebody. Um, but Ooh, that, hey, let me tell you something. Tori about to be a wealthy individual, man. <laughs> this dude, he got he got all the right answers. That's my. Well, that's the one thing I tell everybody all the time is that man. Because I learned it from an old head myself as a mentor that told me. I said, man, I want to work for myself, and he said, Troy. One thing you want to always learn is that you're always going to be working for some. You will always have a boss, mm-hmm. whether it's your clients or someone working above you. You will always have a boss, so you always going to work for somebody. So yeah. when I see somebody like you that like die hard, like literally believe he's all in, you know, but he 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 stands behind the call because I think you believe that if I can get behind someone else's vision and help them f- f- flourish or grow in their business, then my business in turn will be blessed too. Is that what your thought process is? Is that your thought oh, process? Definitely. Yeah, I mean, 
when I know this is, you know, something we talked about before too, but like when Evan offered me a position at his company, I was like, I'm going to be so dumb if I don't take this because Mm -hmm. I believe in him. I believe in the company. I believe in what he wants to do with it. And, um, I am such a, I, I am obsessed with obsessed Academy. You know, it's just simply said with the cause and what we're doing and to see how the company operates with other individuals and businesses is um, it's inspiring to me to watch other people grow and succeed that it's like, I want more of that. Um, Mm. And so it's like, I'm reaching out to people and like, Hey man, how can I help you grow your business? And you're like, you know, like you said, people are just like, okay, dude, like they'll brush me off. And then after five, six times of following up, they're like, okay, like, what do you want? You know? Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but, but I mean, uh, but yeah, it's, it's good to hear that you don't see that often, especially in the days era of someone that's really behind that, the brand mm-hmm. that's not their own. Yeah. But what I, what I, what it seems like is that you actually, under, I mean, right now, even though, cause you're right behind it, you're so into it. But your brand itself personally blends with that brand, right? So if oh, you're aligned yeah. with something that actually coexists with yours, it'll be a good marriage, though. Oh, it, yeah. It's it's 100%. Like, the three of us, like me, Brittany, and Evan, we all gel so well because we have the same belief. We um, we want the same things. We have the same vision for where the company wants to go. Um, and we're one thing that we do that's very unique is we move by faith. And we move by what God tells us to do. So um, I started back in December and the company looks completely different than how it did when I started Um, because of just how we move. It's like, Hey, God's saying, don't do this. And so he'll move certain people out of the business and he'll move certain people into it. Um, I think that that's one reason why we've been able to stay so connected is because, you know, we're, we're faith-based people. Mm -hmm. Um, and, And we connect very well with that. And so I think that, that it's been, powerful to just kind of move you know just we're always constantly shifting and changing and um uh to be able to apply that in business is something very unique that i can get behind 150 percent is putting god at the center of everything and that's not everything outside of business that's everything <laughs> everything nice. that's, that's, and that's obvious you guys definitely say god is in it and that's in this intertwined and it can show it shows through, your, through the smile you got, it shows through the personalities that you all connect, that you all do, the content you provide. So, you know, man, keep doing what you're doing, man. So my last thing I want you to do is I want you to encourage that person. What would you say to the person that's overthinking the whole idea about doing, overthinking about getting a business for themselves at all or to overthinking about why would I want to help somebody? What would you say to that person? You know, I, I don't want to be behind somebody else's idea. and I'm So they're overthinking it more, not making any movement. What do you tell those people? Stop (laughs) and learn as much as you can. That's it. Just, just keep learning what, whether it's sales, marketing, client relations, how to do it, how to become a master at it, whatever it is for you and your field, but just stop and take a breath because that moment that you cart, you keep rushing and you, you have that speed and everything. It's great but you need to be precise with that speed. You need to know exactly how to use that. And so if you're just running around, you're just wasting energy and time. If you want to be precise, you got to take a breath and move with speed, but you got to have that direction. You got to have that plan to follow. Um, and one thing I found is get a mentor. 
Um, mm. That is having Evan as a mentor has seriously fast tracked my progression on being uh, where I want to be at. Um, and that's one thing he tells me is move the needle in all areas of life. And for me, that's slowing down and paying attention and being present. Nice, man. Well, hey, Tori, the igniter, I want to thank you for being a part of the Naughty Lounge, coming by the Naughty Lounge and and, and uh, sharing the, the sofa, the virtual sofa with us, you thank know, sharing you, your story. Yes. Thank you for having me on, man. It's been a complete honor to be a part of what you're doing in your show, man. And it's uh, it's inspiring, man. Just you keep doing what you're doing. Keep keep being active, man. You, you, you blowing up, brother. That's my guy. But hey, well, look, y'all, thank you for coming by Nine Lounge. Remember, the true outcome of having a mindset of successful thinking is having an unwavering expectation of successfully achieving a predetermined goal, knowing that the outcome is supposed to happen. Remember, the two most important currencies are time and relationships, because time, you got to invest wisely because you can't get it back in relationships to get you places that money can't buy. Mahalo. Hey, before you head out, thank you so much for listening to today's episode. Do me a favor. Be sure to hit the subscribe button on whatever platform you're hearing the show on today. Until next time, I'll see you at the Naughty Lounge.